listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 359 for November 11th, 2021. This week, we talk about changing phone numbers, YouTube dislikes, video game DLC, gay sports, daylight saving time, and perceived milestones. So stick around for... The the show. Show! For the last time, one, two, three, clap. We're announcing, we're closing down the podcast, we're moving to Alaska. <laughs> it's over. We, it, I it's don't a- know where that came from. I just wanted to say it. I just wanted to say, it. this is not the last episode. I just wanted imagine? to say that. I want to start something. Well, you know what would be really hilarious is if you accidentally said that, just for, for shits and giggles, and then before next week's <gasps> episode, we both like get bombed or something. I am going on a plane in a couple weeks. Well, here's to hoping. You Planes equal death. Land safely. Uh, we, uh, I, I hate the, okay, so I'm pretty okay once I get in the air, but I don't really like the takeoff in the land. Takeoff's fine, because I figure you can throw rocks in the air so planes can what? take off. But once the plane is landing, I'm like, those rocks come down hard. And I'm like. Right. It's like, I'm we're going at like a 50, 50 thousand miles an hour and we're like trying yes. to get on the ground and like that initial hit when like the the tires touch it's the runway not the move it's yeah it's a, i i get a little bit mm, is this the last time i see the light of day and then i'm always fine our I planes imagine like more safe than a lot of other things in retrospect like in well, actuality yeah. well these days though everyone on the plane is pissed because they have to wear a mask. You're well, going to yeah, at least have yeah. one anti-vaxxer, anti-masker. And I'm flying to Arkansas, so I know it's going to be like 75% of the flight. Oh, yeah. And I am like so fucking nervous. Especially, so on the flight to Arkansas, it'll probably be a bunch of people from D.C. having to go home. Mm-hmm. But on the flight from Arkansas back to D.C., all hell's that's going to be a, a lot of like entitled tourists trying to get to D.C. Mm-hmm. and wanting to start something. They want to start I'm some like, shit. I'm like, I'm not here for this. I just have my dog on this. I'm just gay and I have a white chihuahua with me and I just want to get there. You're the definition of vulnerable. I am Gay in Arkansas in a white chihuahua. Piggy's going to Arkansas for the first and probably last time. Are you leaving him there? My parents are moving out of Arkansas. Yeah, they're moving to Alaska with us. That's why we're quitting the podcast because we have to take care of Joe's parents. Uh, they're moving to St. Louis to be close to my sister. You know, so how do you feel about that? Do you feel um, like that that you're, you're glad that they're going to be I not won. moving in with you? You won. <laughs> you you won the, no, the sibling no. lottery. So they, they toyed around with moving here or there. If they moved here, they were going to have to live like, you know, out in the suburbs. And I had I had. Tried to check their expectations. I was like, I may not see you, but like once every two weeks anyway. Right. I'm changing the locks. You do not get a key to my apartment. Like we are scheduling our dates together. You are not welcome to come over on the whim. You need your space. Yeah. Well, that had a lot of talks with my therapist, you know, and and they decided to move to St. Louis anyway. So it's it is what it it is. I'm excited for them. They're really excited to move and like get out of where they are and like start a new life. And I'm like, pop off. You know, y'all need it. Y'all been living in Arkansas like your entire adult lives. Where in Missouri is St. Louis? I'm bad at at geology. Oh, I don't know. Somewhere it's by the it's on like the Mississippi River, I think. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Maybe it's not on the Mississippi River. I'm not even sure where the Mississippi River is. I mean, I know. Let me tell you about a hate crime. Speaking of Mississippi River and your parents, let me tell you about the time that your parents hate crimed me. Are you ready? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, this has nothing to do with your parents, but when I was in daycare, <laughs> I feel like, remember, did you ever, when did you learn how to spell Mississippi as a child? I was just getting ready to send my parents a gift basket for hate crime in you, so I'm a little disappointed, first oh, of so, all. Well, there's but still time. Second of there, all. There's still plenty what, of time. What was the question? What'd you when say? Did you, when did you learn how to spell Mississippi? I feel like Mississippi was one of those things that like you learned how to spell when you were a kid and you thought you were cool. Yeah, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I don't know, probably preschool, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So I was 14 when I learned how to spell it. No, um, so I was in daycare or something and I was spelling Mississippi, but I was being a jackass, of course, um, because sure. I'm me. Um, and I was putting lots of emphasis on the P-P in the Mississippi, in the M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. And um, whoever was taking care of me was having none of it. And they put me in timeout. And I was like, I told my mom, they put me in timeout for spelling Mississippi. And my mom was like, what? Anyways, that's your my mom story. said, fucking good. Someone yeah, put prob- you in your place. <laughs> you little <probably>. shit. <laughs> well, yeah, because I was I'm the second child in a, in a two child household. And so, like, I didn't get any discipline growing up. Like, my sister got all of it. And then by the time I came along, my parents were like, we don't have the time and or energy for this. Thankfully, I was an angel. Well, child, so. You know, I realized I was a really good child, too, but it was mostly because I realized if you're really good and all your teachers like you, you can get away with a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, I told you that I, you know, of the biggest mistake that one of my past English teachers made was making me their TA when I was a year ahead and I had a, a free period and giving me a student the responsibility to type in grades for her class. And there were people, there were friends I that I knew illegal. in her class. You're not supposed to know other kids' grades. I don't think I was supposed to either. But I mean, I don't think I, they care. I really, yeah, I don't think anybody I went cares. to school in like a red schoolhouse. All of the desks were like, you know, nailed to the ground or whatever. We spoke in Latin. I don't know how this works. Um, I remember taking pictures of the. Uh, not taking, just taking pictures. It started having a digital, you remember digital cameras, click clack. Honey, we click, would clack. sneak into, sneak into uh, teachers' offices during lunch, take pictures of the tests. That's bold. Um, and then I that just, is and then I just, then I just started taking the test, going to the teacher's lounge and making copies in front of the teachers <laughs> because they didn't ask questions about well, why I was the there. That's the thing. Nobody the- asked questions. One time I skipped school, wrote myself a note to get out of school. They caught us. We had to like race back to the school. I mean, we all we did was we went to a gas station and got candy. You know, who gives Ooh. a fuck? But we all but we went back and they were like, you know, just don't do it again. We we're like, okay. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's if that always- had been anybody, if that had been any of the bullies or well, the bullies got away with a lot too. They got away with a lot a lot because they knew like because their parents were the some of the teachers but you know some other kid tries to pull that shit who's a troublemaker all the time they don't get away with it well that yeah that's the thing they never suspect the kid that is getting good grades and that's gay and that's quiet that's getting you know cat food in their locker whatever to be doing anything nefarious and so when you are literally photocopying the answer keys in the teacher's lounge they don't bat a fucking eye and that is that is the best cover because no one that was on them though They forced me to take like Spanish three or something. And Mm -hmm. I, of course, back then I really cared about my GPA. I was trying to graduate top of the class and I was like, I don't want to take this. They wouldn't let me change the class. They'd already screwed me over before. And I was like, I genuinely don't want to take this Mm -hmm. and it's going to fuck over my GPA. I'm just going to do what I have to do. They screwed me over. I'll screw them over. And you know what? I turned out fine because high school doesn't matter. 
Yeah, high school doesn't matter. Cat food doesn't matter. Everyone gets bullied. Suck it up, bitch. You just love to bring it up that uh, people put cat food in my locker, huh? I just think it's so funny. It's like it's such a <laughs> defining factor about you that I just it, I can't wipe it from my brain because nothing fun happened to me in high school. Like I was called an F slur in the hallway like twice the, the entire four years that I was there. I was essentially invisible. I was a band nerd. Like nothing fun happened to me. I didn't even go to prom. And so I got to like latch onto something and it's the cat Wait, food. but I was a band nerd. I didn't go to prom. I had all of those background things you did, but then occasionally I would get pulled to the foreground. Like I tried to play basketball and I genuinely kind of liked it, but I got bullied so hard in the locker room. I was like, fuck this, I'm out. And that's the thing where I like, so on that sort of note, there's, here's a question for you. In your adult life, and I know that you're, you know, you're getting into fitness and by fitness, I mean, you know, using an elliptical or whatever because you're gay. Gay people use ellipticals. It's science. Look it up. Um, if you had an opportunity where, like, you had a group of friends that wanted that, like, were on a gay baseball team or like a, a gay volleyball team, like, I I feel like that they're like, what is the reasoning behind these like gay sports teams? Is that because that we all felt uncomfortable with masculinity and sexuality in locker rooms and stuff when we were in high school, and that's why you see these like adult LGBT sports teams? Like to make I think up that's for that? part of it. I mean, I'm sure everybody has a different has a different reason for wanting to join something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that it's all. I think it's it's valid. I think it's very. Uh, we have. I have friends who go to um, a gay gay darts. They have darts tournaments and stuff. Ooh, that that, that requires um, skill. There's gay bocce ball here. Which is that normally is, a straight person thing. That's pretty, yeah. But they got bocce ball. There is, of course, like softball, kickball, uh, soccer teams. There's a lot of gay intramural sports here. Right. Um, I think I'm, I've been looking into the bocce ball. When, part of my therapy situation, I've been talking about, um, we're getting real. Let's get real. So I, we've been talking about milest- perceived milestones I missed in high school because I wasn't out of the closet. And because even if I had been out of the closet, gay people weren't accepted. So mm. it was, there was, you know, I didn't date. I didn't take someone to prom. Right. I didn't play sports because I was bullied. Right. This is very topical, this conversation. It is very topical. I don't even remember how we started it. But and so we're trying to... Now the discussion I'm having with my therapist is, okay, which one of those do I genuinely miss? Do I think I missed out on? How can we correct that in my adult life? Where is it guiding you in the future? Who do Mm -hmm. you want to be now? And so, yeah. Gay people, a lot of gay people or any minority, LGBTQ+, other minorities, we don't get to have the high school experience that we see straight people having. Right, and we that have a is kind experience. of it's it's positioned as like the default, the milestones, these sorts of things. And so we're like right. like twenty years later, still thinking about high school, can't get it out of our heads, traumatized, you know, didn't get to move on, and it's just like now we got to now we got to fix it. So I'm hoping that more and more, it seems like it's getting better for kids. I hope it continues to get better mm-hmm. so that they can participate. <clears throat> In the milestones they choose to. Well, so but. here's here's my question: is like there's a the stereotype like gay people aren't good at sports, like we're we're all we're all twinky and not athletic and blah blah blah. Well, m- what if that's actually not the case, and it's just the fact that all of us didn't feel comfortable to play sports in high school like everyone else? And so that's probably like, at least part of it. You, you know? know, I'm sure there's a lot of reasons, but yeah, 
I think it hmm. also has to do with that also has to do a little bit with like toxic masculinity. Right. And people thinking sports are masculine mm-hmm. and being uncomfortable in the gay people room who are feminine. Being, being right. Afraid it's, of being made fun it's of like and blah, blah, blah. Gatekeeping masculinity equals sports situation. Right. And we and but then we then we put it back on ourselves. We mm-hmm. enforce the stereotype back on ourselves. Exactly. It comes and back to us. And it's just like, you know, and you feel like you're we're getting really real here. You feel like you're irreparably broken in a right. lot of ways. You feel like it's your Because you're like, I don't know how I can ever escape this mindset that I'm trapped in. This I, I can't relive my youth. That's gone. Like that's right. that's done. And a lot of people miss out on milestones of youth. But and then you just feel like, I don't know. It's the internalized you like homophobia against yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we just like reinforce it on other people. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It just it's spreads. like a fucking puzzle. Yeah. And then you're and just that's depressed why, all the time. That's why we have therapy. And it's also nice um, when you're older and you can kind of, and you like have a therapist or you you somehow work through it because then you can kind of recapture that moment and and have control of it as an adult. Like right. in dif- different ways. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was traumatized by New York because I... You know, like 10 years ago when my first boyfriend was there and, you know, when I was older and and over that hill and I I dealt with it, I went back to New York to try to, like, reclaim it for myself. And I hung out with, like, a bunch of my friends and I kind of, like, reclaimed that memory and that, like, bad aura that I had around it. And, like, that's just, you know, something to do with that. But, like, in, in terms of sports, like, we're going back to... I bet there's a lot of, like, relief in, as, like, a gay person, finding, like, a gay sports team to kind of reclaim what you couldn't have in high school because you weren't out or you weren't comfortable. You were afraid of getting made fun of because, like, all of those things are, are like, a wash because you're with people that, you know, are not going to make fun of you for the things that you thought you were going to make fun of, you were going to be made fun of for in high school. So you're kind of, like, reclaiming that experience as an adult, which I feel like can be really therapeutic, probably. Yeah. My homework this week is um well now we're talking about how i'm bad at making friends so oh, honey that's an adult problem girl <laughs> so we're trying to we're trying to i've got to look at some clubs that i've some some clubs some activities that i've maybe dismissed club. another club in I don't the, know past. the rest i don't know what rest of the gaga quote but no that's a good thing um but in other news Okay. Well, if you, unless you want to start, keep talking about this, that's oh, fine. All, all I was going to say is that I feel like I slightly missed out because my sister was on the volleyball team and the volleyball team was women's only. We didn't have a men's volleyball team. And oh, I, was, yeah. I was three years younger than her. Um, and so when she was like, she would, we would practice volleyball together. Like, you know, cause she was on the team and I was younger. And so we would like get exercise and go outside and play volleyball. So I got decent at playing volleyball with my sister because I would help her practice. And I feel like if I had an opportunity to like be on a volleyball team in high school, I would have done it because I really enjoyed it. But I didn't have that opportunity because, I mean, I don't know. I think it was just a women's only volleyball, volleyball team. That's why I played tennis is because, well, they didn't even offer tennis at my school. Mm. Um, so I just played outside of school. I got a coach and I just did it on my own. Um Honey. It was just easier. There's no one to make fun of you in tennis, except the That's audience. True. Right, the audience, <laughs> or, I don't know, if, audience. if the ball hits you in the face or something, I don't know. I guess, yeah. Anyway, no, but my any... sister played volleyball too. It always looked so much fun, but yeah. we didn't have a boys team either. 
Well, I remember like we would we would have little like sports weeks in PE, like where we would all do different sports and whatever. And one of the weeks was volleyball week. And so like, you know, we weren't on a team or anything, but our entire class would play volleyball against each other. And I always loved that week because I was okay at it because I practiced with my sister. Anyways, if any of you are on like a gay or LGBT sports league um, or even you do, you do it for, fr- for fun, like in your adult life, let us know because I'm curious. And like, how do you feel about it? Are you do you feel like you're reclaiming your high school years or do you just do it because you think it's fun? Like, is there like no emotional attachment to it? Because I'm curious. Anyways. Yeah, let Sam know. Let me know. Um, Joe <laughs> changed his, his phone number. I, I had to look yes! him up in the phone book today. I had to get I had to go on the, yellow, the yellow pages and I had to look in look in um the the classifieds for uh massage parlor and i found joe's number new and, number uh, who dis mm-hmm. joe is no uh, i changed my you're probably one of like 15 people who has my new phone number oh my god is that exclusive um so I, i've been so i changed i switched over to justin's google Fi. my parents are leaving arkansas and i was like i don't need an arkansas number anymore i really right, need like, one for dc yeah, I was like, I'm going to be living in D.C. forever. I've probably had the Arkansas number. Oh, my God. Wait, how am I? 33? 33? Like 20 years? Would Holy that make me 13? Shit. Yeah. Almost 20 years I've probably had that my Arkansas phone number. And I was like, I need a, I need a new phone, num- phone number. I need a D.C. phone number. So I got on Justin's Google Fi. Um, and they asked me what area code I want. And I was like, D.C. area code. And they gave me Virginia. And I said, Ugh, not DC. No, I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story. The DC area code is extremely valuable. I think it's the second most sought after area code in the country. And why? It's being reti- not retired, but because everyone here, if you live in DC and you don't have a DC area code, no one's going to, I mean, they'll hire you. Everyone, because everyone here is like transplant from somewhere else, you know, but mm-hmm. they say if you're serious, you get a DC area code. God, if you this mean, conversation means, is going to be so business. dated like 10 years from now. This seems like a conversation Let me you would tell have you. with someone 30 years ago. Like, oh yeah, my landline. It's a DC landline. <laughs> no, there's a, so there's an episode of Seinfeld about this. It's the only one I remember. But one of them gets a new number and they give them the new New York area code and everyone's mm. like against Ooh. it. They just came out with a second DC area code and everyone's like, Everyone knows you're new here if you mm. have the new area code. And so now my new origin story is I grew up in D.C. Because mm. I have the, they finally, it took them a week, but they got me the D.C. area code. Right. Um, and so now I've got it. And, you know, I'm ready to take on the world. I'm America's sweetheart in America's capital. She's it. She's doing it. She's living her D.C. fantasy. <laughs> but I've, it is a pain in the fucking ass. Let me tell you, for a phone number you've had 20 years, to have to change it on every single website. Yeah, that is a lot. Especially if like, there's like uh, websites that need your phone number for like two-factor authentication, which is not yes. very secure. You should be using a, a authenticator app. But not every website has that. The only two-factor they use is your phone number, which is not very secure. But like that's a huge I've pain. Got, like, um, I can't imagine. It's like changing your email address. It's like, especially for something yes. you've had for 20 years, like that is everywhere. Ugh. Everyone yeah. probably has it, which is, you know, it's, I feel like it's good. I'm getting a new one. But it's like herpes. Everyone has it. It's like, um, what? That is so true. Everybody has herpes, and we don't talk about that. But <laughs> I anyway, love, I love how I can derail you with something like that. It's so good. You totally can. There's a guy on TikTok <laughs> who does live streams called I Have Herpes, Ask Me Anything. 
digital that's, harpies. That's actually really that's that's very uh, and it's so very informative. It's so informative. He just like responds to anybody in the chat. He's just like, yeah, this is this, 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 blah, blah, blah. Here's misconception, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, the moral of the story is, so I still have my Pixel 4a and it's got my Arkansas number on it. It'll probably mm. be canceled in a couple of weeks. I have the Justin's old Pixel 5 because he got the Pixel 6 Pro. And so I've got his Pixel 5 with the new number. So it's like so you're a spy. Just you have, in case. You feel important because you have two phones with two numbers. So you feel that like a bit, you, you're a businesswoman. You have places that to be. That too. I feel very businessy. Mm-hmm. Um, Business fish. I ha- I've been leaving the my Arkansas number on my desk though. I like have not picked it up in like days, which tells me I'm getting closer to having everything done. I exactly. went through like my bank account, social media, tried to change it everywhere I could think of. There's still a few more people I need to tell about it, but otherwise mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I'm almost ready. We can cut this cord. Honey, but it's cut weird. the cord. How long have you had your number? So I, my whole situation was weird because the, the first phone number that I got that was mine um, was my my parents got on a phone plan and my my dad thought he needed a phone because like my mom had a cell phone for a while and then they they were going to add my sister and my dad. And then it turned out my dad didn't need his his phone number because um, he was uh, he had a, he was going to get a phone through work. And so then I got his number. And so I had his number for a while. And then um, Google Voice came out and I was like, "Ooh, I want to be able to text people for my computer. That's like that's super cool. And so then I I got a Google Voice number and I gave everyone my Google Voice number and no one my like actual cell phone number. And I was using, so I had those two numbers for a long time. Like the only people that would call the, my actual Verizon number were like my parents. Like they knew that number. But everything else went through Google Voice. I was like texting people from my computer. I felt super cool. There were a bunch of problems with that, whatever. It wasn't until like, so I think I got that Google Voice number about, oh, at least 10 years ago. I think I was still in high school. And then finally, like... Oh, I don't know, two or three, maybe like two, three years ago, I finally dropped my Verizon number and transferred my Google Voice number to like my Verizon account. So like that number, I've probably had my my Google Voice number that turned into my actual, actual physical phone number. I've probably had that for about at least 10 years. It's crazy. But like, I don't know, it's it's a it's a Montana area code. It's a 406 number, which is um the whole state. The whole state is 406. Oh. <laughs> I thought that in growing up, I thought that every state had one area code because oh, Montana only has 406. No, some states, some states have more than a thousand people. In yeah, some states have people like obviously like Alaska doesn't have a lot of people. So it has one area code. Apparently, Delaware only has one. Hawaii only has one. Idaho has two. I think Ooh. Arkansas only had like one, maybe two. So yes, I can't I'm really laugh the, or make fun of it. I'm on an area code website. It says that Arkansas currently has three area codes. Oh, so, okay. Rich. Rich, rich. Anybody rich? Okay, rich. <laughs> anyway, so you feel boozy. Boozy. Oh, I'm feeling boozy. You I feel, feel boozy, sis. You, you feel bougie with your, your DC area code. I had, you finally, you're like a DC native. I'm a DC native. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I'm a DC native. No, but um, do you know what? When you switch from your Google voice to using your regular one, I still have both of them in my phone book. And you don't even know how much it fucked me up. I still don't. <laughs> like, I know we talk on Telegram mostly. Mm-hmm. But like, whenever I need to like call you or something, I'm like, I'm I don't not remember. sure still. <laughs> 
like years that I'm still like, I don't know which one. Because they're both. Are they not both Montana area codes? Yeah, they're both 406 numbers. They're both 406 numbers. But and then after that, it's different. You can delete the 202 number. That's gone. Oh, OK. I'll do that right now. I'm going to dox. Yeah, that one's listed as other. Yeah, you can. You I can, can block it. Yeah, block I'm it. I'm going to block That's what it. you need to do. Speaking of, of weird things, um, I got a weird email today that was all in Russian. I thought it was like a like a spam, like phishing email. Apparently, so the last time I used Airbnb was when Airbnb first came out, which was like, I don't know, like 2012 or something. My sister and I used Airbnb to go to Europe and like Airbnb hop around. Have not used it since because I haven't traveled. Um, last time I probably logged in was like in 2012 or whatever. I got an email from Airbnb today. In Russian, I had to translate it saying that someone logged into my account from China. I don't know why someone logged into my account from China, but the email was in Russian. Anyway, I had to like recover my account. And all they did was they logged into my account and changed my default um, user language to Russian from English. That's all they did. They didn't touch anything else. They didn't harvest any of my info. That's all they did. And I was like, I'm just so They were getting ready. I guess. But what was- They were getting ready. But what was funny was, so my, the recovery number in order to change my password, they had to like either send you a text or call you. It was my parents' house number. So they had to call it. So I pick up the phone. It's an automated message in Russian. And there's, they're giving me a code, but the code's in Russian. So I had to get my phone, my actual phone out, open Google Translate and have both phones talking to each other so I could translate the Russian code into English. And then I could type it in to change my language. You're a mess. You know, was there a data I, breach or was this just an old dumb password that's probably on the dark web now or something? I, I, I think it was an old password that was on the dark web. But and I, I don't use Airbnb, so I never changed it after, you know, 10 years or whatever. Anyways, um, pro tip, if you're trying to log back into your Airbnb account and it's in Russian, um, use Google Translate and it'll translate the numbers that they're spewing out in Russian robotically into like actual English letters. And you can type the, the code in. Anyways, that's not fun. Let's move on to something else. Oh, I've got one. Here's the thing for you. For me. Did you know YouTube is now hiding dislike counts to deal I with its harassment saw problem? That today. They just started it. To, well, it, I've seen all the articles about it come out today. So they, um, I'll explain. They were, they were talking about this. I remember people were, there was like, there was a little whisper through the grapevine that YouTube was thinking about implementing this and they hadn't implemented it yet. And now it actually has happened, which is, I like cyberbullying people. Let me dislike. I want people to see it. Taking away all my fun. I have mixed feelings about I'm I mostly don't care because I don't really right. post original content on YouTube you, anymore. You it's all a content VODs. creator? All my content's on Twitch and then I post the VODs on YouTube now. And then I right. you know I've got TikTok. Um but so the official YouTube blog post said that they hid they so they were doing some testing with it. Uh they found that it could prevent specific videos from being targeted from dislike attacks. So like when a, when a crowd goes on, you know, I don't know, people congregate somewhere and they're like, let's go hate on this person because they're gay. And so they get on you and they do a dislike, a hate, a YouTube version of like a hate raid. Right. It's like, Oh, it's a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a video that has Joe Biden's face on it. Like it's going to get hate rated with a bunch of people disliking it. Something like that. Yeah. Well, they talk about, um, so I think the guy joked that they, it might look like they did it to hide, like, you know, how the YouTube Rewind videos that they're not going to do anymore. 
like and the most like, disliked the most videos disliked. in the history of YouTube. It's so fucking funny. It's so cringe. I watched mm-hmm. like part of one once and I was like, nope, never nope. again. Nope. Um, but creators can still see it though. So I kind of right. think this is dumb. I don't know, because if you are wanting to like they'll still see it, you're still going to hurt emotionally if if someone's, you know, emotions are tied to whether or not someone likes them on the internet. And a lot of people's are. Right. Self-worth is tied to that. Mm-hmm. Mine has been, and oh, I'm trying has. to separate that. That's difficult. And it is difficult for sure. And you know, so they'll still see it. And they'll still, the person who you're hate rating will still get the memo. Right. However, I don't know. I think YouTube has sucked at, like, there's not really a block feature. You can go to someone's channel and click block, but it's the same thing as hide this user's comments, hide right. their comments. YouTube won't let me like there are some people I want to block and I don't even and I want them to know they're blocked. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And YouTube is so bad about like I don't want them to even be able to watch my videos when they're logged into their account. But YouTube is so greedy with wanting the ad revenue from ads that are on everybody's videos that they like just I feel like they've really dropped the ball with letting people take control over who can watch their videos. Right. Well, so here's here's the thing that I'm thinking around this whole situation is that I definitely have been in situations where I have clicked on a video and before I even watch the video, the way that I feel about the content depends on the like to dislike ratio. Like I look at it and it it already um, gauges my opinion and and influences my opinion of the video before I've even watched it. Um, depending on, you know, oh, do other pe- are other people liking, is this a massively disliked video or is this a, you know, does this have a bunch of likes? Like, I feel like I definitely am influenced by how my initial reaction is going to be from a video um, by seeing the like to dislike ratio before the video even goddamn starts. So maybe that will, you know, psychologically influence how people think about, you know, the content and kind of gauging their actual opinion rather than being immediately influenced by what uh, what everyone else on the internet who has already watched the video thinks of it. You know what I'm kind of saying? Like, have you ever been in a situation where you click a video oh, and yeah. you're like, like a drama video or whatever? It's like, oh, yeah, another Tati well, Westbrook it's, video. It's going to be massively disliked. And, you know, that's kind of got to gauge how I feel about the video before I even hear what the fuck she has to say. Not, I mean, It's you know, not with drama part, videos, though. It's with, mm. like, tech videos. Like, someone's oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm reviewing the, the, the Pixel dildo today and you see that it's got 200 dislikes and like 10 likes you're like oh this is probably clickbait they're probably not actually reviewing it and it's probably done really poorly if they are right yeah you're thinking of title videos in the inverse thumbnails that aren't what the video is about true or or if i'm looking up you know a, a youtube tutorial on how to do something stupid on my computer and I look at the dislike um, ratio and there's like 500 dislikes and it's like, oh, this is probably like some kid who, you know, isn't even speaking and it's not done well. And it's recorded with Hypercam 2 and they open up a text file in order to say what they're going to say. Like we've all been there. We all know those videos. OK, know? but I like those videos sometimes because I don't need anybody talking. I well, just need to thing. show it to me real quick. It, yeah, but we, you know, I know what you you're saying. You don't like hearing people. Uh, in this thing, it says research done by YouTube found that the number of dislikes on video on average Wait, that the number of dislikes on video on average didn't have a noticeable impact on overall viewership. So they're saying that even though some videos have a bunch of dislikes, it's not really influencing the viewership. Right. Which, there wasn't know, really a correlation there. 
Yeah, I wish that their algorithm was better at finding the clickbait. Like, oh my God, if you, you know, if you're like, oh, watch, watch this full movie. There's like 2000 results that are like, watch, you know, this movie, full video. And it's like the exact time of the movie, but it's just a single still image. And it says, click the link in the description and the link gives you a virus, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Steals your credit card. I, I don't do that because I'm, I'm, I'm knowledgeable of the internet, so I don't click those. But other people are searching for that. And I wish those would be like, those always have a lot of dislikes. And I feel like the algorithm needs to just figure that out. But the algorithm never seems to be working on YouTube the way they the way that they tell us it's working. Right, because I feel like that at the end of the day, the algorithm on YouTube is working in favor of YouTube. That's the number one priority. It's like, it needs to get, it's all about money. It's like the amount of clicks that they can get means that more people are looking at ads that YouTube puts on the video, which means YouTube's making the most money. So I feel like that their their main priority isn't really how well is the algorithm working for its users. It's how well is the algorithm working for advertisers? You know? That kind of makes more sense in a business. I think that's right. Anyways, it's going to be a new world in YouTube where we have definitely talked about this before. Like months ago, we talked about how this is going to be weird if this happens. And it's happening, apparently. So I don't know. I don't I I like videos. I I just I don't I I don't engage a lot in YouTube. I I take in a lot of YouTube, YouTube content, but I'm not the type of person that does a lot of engagement. I don't comment a lot. I don't usually like or dislike a lot. I'm usually just like there to watch the video and then I'm done. I'm not the best YouTube viewer, you know, in terms of engagement. I'm not giving a lot of creators enough engagement or whatever the fuck it is. But it'll be different. Whatever. YouTube's dying anyway. Everyone's going to TikTok, you know, whatever. Have you seen the, um, speaking of short form video, have you seen Netflix's short form thing well, at, on I, their app? I know. Was it last week that you talked about how they brought video games to their app? And so they're kind of trying to, you know, well, branch out. Is this how, they brought video that? games. It doesn't have anything to do with that. This has been around since like March. It's oh, a little button old. at the bottom of your YouTube app and it says fast laughs and you click it and they're, they're not, it's not like user created content. It's content from, uh, their shows. So for whatever reason, when I click it, it keeps giving me like new girl. It gives me stand up comedians. I don't like, so it gives you're you basic. like a, a 30 to a minute second clip i don't think there's an algorithm to it if i'm honest i think they just they're spitting out anything because they want you to watch right but it, uh, you can or share YouTube? it you can share it on like whatsapp or instagram twitter snapchat um and it's just and it's got a place where like if you think that part's funny you can click add to add it to your list of things to watch but interesting it's, yeah it's weird it's i've tried to scroll through it a lot of it's like I don't know. Parts I don't really consider funny. I don't. It has not been useful to me. I've tested mm-hmm. it out a few times and it's it's it seems like garbage. And mm. even then like it'll it'll show um stand up comedians I'm like actively trying to ignore. Oh, it so just it, seems very basic. You feel like that they're targeting you specifically to annoy you at the most capacity by giving you things that don't annoy you. Well, it makes me think it makes me think this is what Netflix thinks is funny. And then I'm like, wait a second. This is probably what the basic hetero American thinks is funny. Mm, and it thinks you're a basic and hetero American. I'm like, then I like have a crisis because I'm like, oh, don't even get me started. I watched Martha and Snoop Dogg's um, Halloween special on Peacock, which is 
broadcast like on NBC, I guess. In I've seen a couple, watch on a couple of Martha and Snoop Dogg uh, episodes, and they were fun. But it's not something that I like. I've watched. Like I've, I've no, seen they're two fine episodes. together. They're they're. I love Martha. I love Snoop Dogg. I think they're great together. But it was such. It wasn't the special. Wasn't good. I mean, it was the parts with Martha and Snoop Dogg were good, but it was the rest of it was so confusing. And they like they tried to make I don't know. I would it it was the first like network TV thing I think I've seen in years. And mm. I was like, whoa, it's just different. This is this is what the majority of America is like sucking up with a big straw. You right. Know? The this this major cable shit is still still yes. trucking along. Well, not even cable, just like this is the stuff that people out in the middle of nowhere have access to, like who don't right. have cable or satellite. Right. It's like every time I came home, my mom was watching Ridiculousness. Do you know what that show is? What's that? No. It's like it's like a it's like America's Funniest Home Videos, but like it's people like Ugh. it's it's like America's Funniest Home Videos, but it's like a panel of people laughing at um like TikTok fail videos that that were popular no. like five years ago like facebook videos yeah like facebook like 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 people you know face planting into shit or you know like getting hit in the balls like that sort of shit that it's so it's like it's web videos that are funny that have been recycled into a late night tv show and it's like incredibly popular that's like it's okay. crazy so we know Amy Sedaris, hilarious. Absolutely love her show. Was it on? Is it on? I don't remember what networks it's on. It was on then, a weird network at home. It was with on Amy a weird Sedaris. network. I'm very upset. There's not another season, but oh my god, one of the best shows ever. But it was usually sandwiched with this show called Impractical Jokers. Oh yeah, that and it's a, it's a bunch of old white guys who are doing things to people that they think's funny, mm-hmm. like. Fart machine, you know, that kind of stuff. It's been on, it's been on since like 2011. It's got so many seasons and it is just, there's so many people like that and I don't understand. Right. Nine seasons, 223 plus episodes of Impractical Jokers. That's the type of humor, like, okay, I'm not going to call anybody out, but there's I just this, don't understand it. There's these YouTube straight guys who who cook and bake, et cetera. And they like did a video together and they kept both of them. I'm pretty sure are heterosexual or I'm 99 percent sure I don't they're heterosexual, but they kept doing like jokes to each other like, oh, baby, pass me the spoon. And I was like, it has so many views. Everybody was like, LOL, that's hilarious. The joke there is it's funny that someone could be gay. And I was like, this is the humor. Their this is only still happening jokes were like, age. their only jokes were like, oh, I might hug you. I might kiss you and help you mix with this spoon. And I was like, this is, it's 2021. Can this fuck off the fuck off? Yeah. Ridiculousness is a, essentially an internet clip show. And it has had 23 seasons, 758 episodes. Ridiculousness? Ridiculousness. It's crazy. Anyways. <sighs> I'm so tired. If you Honey. really want to get in touch with Middle America or like watch network TV, watch right. the cable nightly TV news. Cable TV, girl. Cable TV. Not even cable. Have... Network TV. The sitcoms right. on like CBS, NBC, Fox, the shit that they show in the evenings. It's just Wild. I, like, I don't think I'm better than it. I know I'm better than it. You're just you know confused. I mean? It's just confusing. <laughs> it's like Big Bang Theory. Okay. 
That's let's not get into showing. that. I can't. I can't deal with that right now. I can't, Sam. I can't. Can we move on to something else? What else do you have before we do cheese this week? It's cheese of the week. Just oh, we're just jumping cheese. in. We're just jumping in. Okay. Um, new cheese. So daylight savings time. Okay. First Love off, it or list it. I'm gonna be that bitch and say it's not daylight savings time. It's daylight saving time. Cancel me. <laughs> just fuck off, Sam. Just fuck right off. <laughs> Like it's, saving? That's that's my version of like affect versus effect is daylight saving time versus daylight savings time. Okay. On the Wikipedia, okay. it says daylight saving time, also known as daylight savings time or daylight time. Who calls it daylight time? I don't know, Sam. There's a lot of weird people out there. But this <sighs> is one of those things. TV. As a stickler, I do call it Stars Wars because oh, they're yeah. all marchable multiple stars and multiple mm-hmm. wars um i i don't know i i'm st- i'm fine with daylight savings time because i'm savings it's savings honey we love it it's because you go to walmart and you love getting the savings you love savings well i don't say it's going in my saving account i say it's right, going in true. my savings account i feel like those are two different things but also i have to latch on to something because everything else That's i pronounce valid. and say wrong you know <laughs> let me tell That's you fair. what i like, I feel like it's it's part of, like, the culture of Seattleites where you have a tourist come and they're talking to you like, oh, I went to Pike's Place. And they're like, no, it's called Pike Place. There is no plural. Let me tell you, when I first when I first said Pike's Place to a, a couple of my friends that are native Seattleites, they almost roasted me over an open flame. They were so offended. I was like, y'all have to, like, understand that no one knows this but you. I agree. But and yet let me I tell will you, continue to gatekeep several things <laughs> about the city I live in. Yeah, do not do not girl boss me. Even though I, <laughs> I, I like I I after that I never I never pluralized Pikes in Pike Place Market ever again because I got scolded and it worked out of me. So anyway, what about what about daylight saving or savings time? Love it or list it? Uh, it happened. We fell back. We're mm-hmm. back in the old ways. We've regressed, and um, <sighs> now more it's ways than one. brighter. I mean, it's what it's four thirty here. I mean, it's nighttime basically. You know, Honey. it's dead middle of the night. Right, gotta go to bed. Um, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't affect me as much because I work at home. Right. However, I know a lot of people, and I would be okay with staying on it, like staying in the summer when daylight savings time is turned on, mm-hmm. so that we have that. And I know a lot. There's been a lot of movements to keep it like that. Arizona right. doesn't even fuck with it anymore. No, yeah, Arizona, and, that's one thing I agree with Arizona about is that they don't fucking switch back and forth half the year in one time. I just think it's, yeah. it's outdated. But I also think, so now people are coming home from work and it's dark. I think the problem, the biggest problem is we shouldn't make people work that many hours so that they're either, so that they're having to come home in the dark mm-hmm. or leaving the light. We should not make people you That's should the let actual people crux of the issue. Not have work. Let them observe daylight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's fucked up. That's the fucked up part. We, we right. need to be having that conversation that we shouldn't be ma- making people work that long so that they have to choose whether they see light at the beginning of their day or at the end. Yeah. See, I'm I'm of the crowd where it doesn't matter like if we're in like standard time or standard daylight time or daylight saving time or whatever the other one is called. Like, I don't care if we're in one or the other. I just don't want to change anymore. I don't, I feel like it's, it's, I just want to stay on one forever. 
Like I, 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 I feel like I feel like that is the the vast majority of people. It's like we don't care whether it's this, or, or whether an hour ahead or an hour behind. We just don't want to keep fucking switching during the middle of the year. I think that is the the majority of people. And like I, yet only Arizona and like a few you know reservations, Indian reservations are like actually with it. I, I agree. I think it's we need to pick one. I prefer the summer one, but I also don't it, care much. Pick it and stick it, girl. Pick it, stick it, pay people what they deserve, and don't Give make them work. Ridiculous long hours. Give us all we want is healthcare. Do you know like all you want to do is stay alive? And they're like, no. I love derailing you. God. Imagine saying, I just want to stay alive. And they're like, no. 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 Anyway, is that your cheese? It's cheese of the week. <laughs> yes. Complaining about the daylight you know, savings. Well, think is, about that, it, Sam. That's the one sun step. is a circle. The is sun it? is a wheel. It looks like a wheel of cheese in the sky. Oh and God. that's what's changing. Mm-hmm. Sure, Jam. You're saving it. We're saving, we're saving it. the cheese for later. No, the that's sun is the cheese. Yeah, but we're saving it. We're saving it from ourselves. That's, nah, okay. We're putting, the, we're putting that cheese in our savings account. Mm? Mm? We're about to get a lot more sun in the next 50 years, we're all going to yeah, be wishing the sun would just go the fuck away because we're mm. about to all fry here in a Invest prison of our own in making. good sunscreen. A prison of our own making, which we don't need to divide. We need to place the blame where the blame is due, which is the companies that are producing the emissions. However, I don't remember what I was going to say. Speaking of prisons of our own making, let's talk about our favorite things that we have to come up with every goddamn week. These are a few of our favorite things. I love our favorite things. <laughs> I think they're great. Okay? This the is problem- the this is scrounging around for a little nugget of serotonin at the end of every podcast. I think that's great. Honey, I don't know if it's serotonin. It might just be rat poison. I don't know what you're scrounging I up from the ground. love it. I mean, I know you struggle, but... I mean, I struggle you know, with a lot just, of things. You just, you gotta look at, you gotta look at the good things, too. You gotta find the bright side. You know, otherwise you just crumble <laughs> in this society, honey. You we're just all on warp speed train to shithole mm. town. Yeah, honey. You gotta you gotta look for a flower out the window every once in a, once in a while. As Chichi Devane once said, "Rest in peace, girl." Turd city. Turd city. Turd Is that where city. we're headed? Turd city, Turd girl. City. Turd city. Which. You know, like how New York's the Big Apple, D.C. actually nicknamed Big Turd, Turd City. They na- that's, Turd the, City. that's the name. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Turd the, City. What's the area code for Turd City? 202, girl. 202. 202, girl. I'm in the 202. Mm-hmm. In the 202. Sipping on turds. <laughs> 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 I love sipping on a good turd, you know? Sipping on turds in the Big love Apple. A good, the windy good, city. Lo- the wind. <laughs> you are all over the map right now. I don't know where you're going to land, girl. Jesus. Anyway, are you going first or am I going first? Um, You go first. You're pro- you probably have a better one. We might as well start good and then end bad. Well, my favorite thing is something I hate, but also like have enjoyed for like an hour this week. And I'm probably going to go back to hating it again. Okay, work. Um, So the Animal Crossing New Horizons DLC came out, the Happy Home Paradise, along mm. with the 2.0 update. I don't know. I hate Animal Crossing. It happened at the beginning of the pandemic, and I have a lot of complicated feelings, and I think mild PSD and also lots of triggers, including Animal Crossing. Is that like EMT? P- PTSD. Oh, okay. Um, 
D D S T daylight savings time. Daylight saving time. Mm, yes, gotcha. Okay, we're on the same track. But when I turned on the game, I had time traveled to 2040. First of all, and I had and, to reset my switch back to today. Yeah, um, and and the, the sun had had finally crashed into the earth, and it was just a <laughs> desert wasteland, just lava everywhere, and Animal Crossing. Yes. Well, I did forget that I had basically demolished my island. I had leveled it. Mm-hmm. Um, Killed everyone. Because I have, in the bank account, I exploited all the glitches. I have 100 million bells, so mm-hmm. I can just solve problems with money. Yeah. However, you, you there's a lot of new you things. You didn't eat the rich. You became the rich. You I are Elon Musk in Animal Crossing. I decided to redesign my island with the theme Capitalism in Motion. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. half of the island is a Half Moon Joe theme park, and the other half it's just is just squalor. Trash bags, empty cardboard boxes. Yeah, squalor. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to remodel that, but I'm mostly enjoying the Happy Home Paradise DLC because it doesn't have anything to do with your island. You go and you decorate other people's houses. Yeah. And um that's been that's been nice because honestly, I find the base game pretty boring and a little stressful mm-hmm. um which is the opposite intention of it it's just how i feel about it the editing tools are so bad it takes you so long to do anything mm-hmm. and it stresses me out it doesn't slowing me down doesn't help me calm down it stresses me out mm-hmm. um but i enjoy editing these other little animals houses you edit their vacation houses essentially you set up an a place on an island for them to have a vacation home. They tell you what theme they want and you make it in that way. Mm-hmm. So um, Marlo wanted like a, a rich person house. So I put bags of money, you know, my briefcase with money, made it look fancy pantsy. And he loved it. Take a picture. You're done. Move on to the next one, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just, it's nice. I'll probably play it for about a week and then probably be over it again. So I'm trying to enjoy it while it lasts. Um and that's, you know, it's been a shitty week, and that's kind of the only thing I could think of. <laughs> Honey, you know what? You got it. Like you said, you got to grab it by the balls and take whatever little bit of serotonin yeah, you can. That's, you got you yeah, to do you, girl. That's, that's kind of all I could come up with. I was scrounging <laughs> this week. Scrounging. Hey, at least you aren't tied to an Arkansas area code anymore. That's a positive. I guess. I mean, it doesn't change who I am. I'm still garbage. <laughs> God, can you? Uh, did you ever have those people growing up who like changed their phone numbers constantly? It's like uh, the, no, like, like like they post on Facebook, like got a new number, hit me up on here if you want my new number. It's like I like and I couldn't, I could never. Why else? No, everyone I went to high school with has had the same number since high school. Maybe the fact that everyone that I went to high school with has a new number is more about me and less about them. You need, you haven't let go. No, well, maybe they needed to change their number because they didn't want me to have their old number anymore. That's where I'm going with this. Maybe, it's, maybe it's a me problem. You specifically. They all They're graduated like, to get away from like, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wanted to give them. They didn't want any ties to this bitch anymore. I don't blame them. You honestly. know what? Going going through your phone book after you're changing your number and like deciding who is going to get the new one. It's very like telling. VIP. Because. With me, I'm like, yeah, there's people that I, I don't I don't dislike them, but I also ha- I haven't talked to them in like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And so their number will stay in my phone book, probably, but I probably won't give them a new one. You know, mm. like they're not they're not ever going to contact me again, probably. And if they want to, they can do it other ways or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like so I do a smoke signal. 
It would be weird for me to reach out and say, hey, it's me. Remember, we haven't talked in several years, maybe since high school, but I did get a new number in case you need to contact me in another 10 years, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah, it seems odd. So it's it's odd. It's like they can DM me somewhere if they need to get a hold of me, probably. But Right. Like if I were to change my number, the only people that I would let know are like you, my parents and like my local dominoes. Yeah, so they don't, so they can unblock right, your so they, old they number, know, right? They and reblock my new number. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, good favorite thing, I guess. Animal Crossing. Thank I know you. a lot of people have really been enjoying it. Like I've seen a lot of people play Animal Crossing. Like they, it pops up on my Switch. Like people are logging into Animal Crossing, getting back into it. But I understand. I think that's a big reason why I haven't been back into it. Is because like. Animal Crossing and me, like, it, it's a very, like, go really hard and then it burns out really quick for me. Like, I yes. loved Animal Crossing at the beginning of the pandemic. I was with everyone. And then after a couple months, I was like, I'm never touching this again. I'm just over it. But there are people it, who are in it for the like, long haul. And I, I'm just not that Oh, yeah. I, and I love that for them. I think that's great that people find a game that they love. And that's they play wonderful. for months and months and months. And I just, yeah. But it, like, there are certain parts of the game. That have triggered me back to like beginning of quarantine. And I'm like, Ugh. can't like, do this. My character's name is still DK1 and you can't change it. Mm-hmm. And that's not, I don't go by that anymore. I'm half moon. Well, right. And th- that triggers more people than you. It triggers me. It triggers your entire audience. You know? Yeah. No joke. Yeah. How Dark do you think times. we feel? I know. Um, and th- I really just think about y'all. Exactly. You're, you're just so selfless. You know, you're thinking about us and how we feel about your island, your capitalist. Uh, what's your favorite thing? Um, my favorite thing this week is actually kind of interesting. I got two phone accessories because um, it seemed kind of nice. And um, let me just explain. So after the iPhone 12 came out, um, Apple introduced something to go along with their wireless charging um, with the iPhone, and it was called MagSafe, which is stolen from their MagSafe from their whatever. Essentially, they put uh, a ring of magnets around the wireless charging coil uh, on their phones, and so people can make adapters that like snap onto the back of your phone with this like powerful magnet or whatever. Anyways, um, it's like that came out like a year ago, or whatever, and third party manufacturers are starting to finally introduce really cool, interesting ways to take advantage of the MagSafe ring on the back of iPhones, including um, universal MagSafe rings that you can stick on the back of your phone that isn't an iPhone. So you can take advantage of MagSafe accessories, which is what I got. Um, I just wanted to try it out. I just thought it was really interesting. And there's two things that I got. One was a universal, it's called a ESR Halo Lock Universal Ring that converts your phone into, um, you know, being able to use a magnetic wireless charger that is usually Apple only. I put it on the back of my case. It's very unobtrusive. And then you can buy um, like a little snap-on wireless charger that snaps onto the magnets on the back. I got one from Anchor. It was 20 bucks. I just wanted to, to test it out. And what I kind of want to do is I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, oh, I kind of like this. Maybe I would like to get a little, a little uh, magnet dock that I can have on my, on my desk that I can just like set my phone in. It's like, it's right there. It snaps to it and it starts charging. I don't have to deal with any cords. Like sometimes my, you know, oh, little poor me, my phone kind of, um, like I put my phone on my little wireless dock, but it's not aligned properly. And so I think it's charging, but it's not when it's on the magnet, it's automatically aligned correctly and so it's always charging when it's like snapped on there so that's kind of nice and they also make 
like um, magnet wireless um, car docks. So you just like set your phone on a little thing and it just snaps into place and it's charging. I don't have to like put it in and like put the snaps in or whatever. Anyways, there's a lot of these proprietary Apple specific um, MagSafe charging adapters for iPhones that you can take advantage of if you have one of these universal magnetizing rings you just put on the back of your phone case um, because it's it's a the wireless charging standard is called Qi charging Apple has a little magic up their sleeve where they can charge iPhones a little bit faster with specific MagSafe accessories but uh, other than that like if your phone can charge wirelessly it's using the Qi um, charging standard so if you want to take advantage of these new kind of Apple magnet MagSafe uh, accessories, you can get one of these universal rings off of Amazon. I think it was like 15 bucks for like a pack of two and it comes with a guide so you can align it correctly. Um, And yeah, or if you like live in an Apple household where like all of, you know, all the chargers are like magnetic, chi, whatever the fuck, MagSafe, you can get one of these rings and take advantage of it. So that's what I've been doing. I'll have links to both of these things in the show notes on uh, our patreon patreon.com slash the show sam and joe um but no it's been working really well for me and i think i kind of want to get more magnetic accessories for my phone you can get a little magnetic like ring to like hold your phone like a pop socket um there's a bunch of different cool things people are making and it doesn't have to be iphone specific you can uh cheat the system and just get a little magnetic ring to put on the back of your phone and everything works so that's cool and uh, very, yeah, it very interesting. Expensive. I'm looking well, it up right now. It looks wonderful. It's compatible with cases. Mm-hmm. You just slop it on. Very interesting. Because now I finally have wireless charging on the Pixel 5. Oh, that's right. Because the 4, you had a 4A before? That the didn't have 4A wireless didn't charging. Have it. Ooh. So I've got the wireless charging. Um, here's my question. Mm-hmm. What you going to do when the solar storm knocks oh. off the magnets? Um, I don't know. I, I bury my hand, my head in the sand or something. And I just don't, I the don't, big one's don't look coming. back. Honey, the big one's coming. Honey, Yellowstone's going to explode one. soon. The sun like, is whipping around its tentacles. And one of them's heading for my ass. Hole. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Spank. spank. Mm-hmm. Did you know that dogs prefer to poop north or south, facing north or south? And when there's disruption in the magnetic whatever of the earth, then they don't. They get confused and they won't poop in those directions. I thought you were going to say that they die. They, <laughs> they just die. If they can't if poop, they can't in, poop. In, in true north or south, they fucking die. Did you know they that, just Joe? They just fucking finish. die. Well, they knew wolves did it. Wolves. And now they were, and then they did a study with the dogs and they're like, oh, this is still part of dogs. They're is that like astrology down. for dogs? Like, are our dogs compatible? Oh, what direction does your dog shit? Are our dogs compatible Let me together? tell you, it really opens your eyes to like, animals live in a whole different fucking world. Like, we're not influenced by magnetic fields. We don't fucking care. But like, animals, they have mm. a whole other sense. That's right. like, they need sense to shit how the, the earth is spinning. Yes. And like, I was reading about how dogs smell. Blow my mind. Totally different world. Well, I mean, anyway. if I was shitting outside and, and, you know, in parks and on the lawn, maybe I would prefer to shit in one direction. I don't know. I've never tried it. Maybe I should start shitting outside. Maybe it's just like a feng shui we need to get on board with. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I, I am... mean, dogs are very peaceful. If you They're think about it, if you use the same toilet over and over, you are shitting in the same direction every time. Uh Oh, wait. What direction's ours? 
I look north when I shit. What direction do you look? I don't know. I'll get back to everyone next week. I will make sure. <laughs> I figure out. Next time I go to use my wonderful bidet that I have downstairs in my parents' house, I will bring a compass. I will bring a compass okay. and look at it when I'm shitting. And I will report back. Do you not know what direction your house faces? Um, No, because it's my parents' house. Really? I know what direction my uh, my apartment faced, but I don't, I don't know. I always know exactly what direction everywhere in the house is. Well, it's a little easier in your... D.C. because we're on a grid. Right. But Honey, she's on the grid. I, in Arkansas, I knew, you know. Well, it's because, the, you know, your fight or flight senses, you need to know the quickest exit. I need to, to escape. escape to the North Pole when the mm. aliens come. Just well, like in the I'm... hit movie Quiet Place. Exactly. The hit movie Gravity. Where we all escape the North Pole. movie Gravity. And I need to know which direction to look for Sandra Bullock as she shoots across the sky. Well, and you know who shot her across the sky? Your parents. And we helped them because we're George all in Alaska Clooney. together. Ah, huh. Just as Today, I suspected. Just as I suspected. Today I learned St. Louis was in Alaska. Hmm. <laughs> really makes you think. Uh, they get more snow. I love snow. I want snow. Honey, well, that's because that you hate heat. <laughs> Honey, you can come over anytime. You can shovel my walks, girl. We're going to get snow Sam, in like T minus two minutes. I would love more snow, Sam. Okay, I'll send you a box of it. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No problem. Anything You're going to you, need babe. to send me the link circling back. I want the link to this because I want I want it. The, the magnetic hole. Magnet hole. Honey, honey, I will send you this magnet hole. I need magnet hole for my phone. I got a new phone case. I'm very about it. Well, why wasn't that your favorite thing, you stupid bitch? You know what? It should have been. And yet here we are. Yep. Can't take it back. Already done. Already done. Well, if you want the the links to both of these things on Amazon, it, like I said, it will be in our Patreon um, description. You don't need to be a patron to look at it. You can definitely go there and just see it. It's patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe um, if you're interested. Yes. So, And I'll send it and, to Joe directly or whatever. Uh, good favorite things. Speaking of the Patreon, we will have a... Do you have anything else to say? I gotta go. We're gonna leave here, but if you are a Patreon patron, this week you will have an exclusive bonus episode over at patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. But to everyone else, thank you so much for listening. Um, We will see everyone else next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Fauna. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Scott A. Shaney B. Sylvie C. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. 
as usual. Thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show. Show.